Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today we have another amazing guest. We always have amazing guests. Today we're going to introduce you to my friend Candy. Candy is an author. She's a speaker. She's a coach. She's amazing. So how are you doing today, Candy? I'm doing great. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I, we've connected. We've met a bunch of times. Uh, and, you know, you, you fall in the same circles, and Candy... Everybody loves her. She has such a, a huge, you got to follow her on Facebook and everywhere else, but she has so many great ideas and thoughts and positive energy that just being around her for a few seconds lifts everybody's spirits up. Yes, actually, they can find me on LinkedIn too. Okay, LinkedIn <laughs> as well. Okay. I'm not sure where we're all connected, but I know we're, we're very well connected. And, uh, you know, we've had lots of different conversations over the over the years and it's just each one has been really just uplifting for me so thank you for that ah, absolutely i actually david i remember when we met uh the party for first time there was a mastermind in new york yep and that was really incredible experience and i met i, I met so many incredible leaders in that mastermind so always like when you're in a high higher inner circle you always get connected to really really smart intelligent and go-getter people well that that's exactly it uh, yeah we met with at carlos's uh event carlos and, and glenn uh, that, that was, a, which was a great day, right? I remember that day well because they said it was one of John Lennon's uh, former homes. So you you never know when you you know what home or where they get these random places, and it was really cool being in a a place that John Lennon and they were able to show show us some pictures. Carlos on his phone, who's who's been on the show. Carlos Sakaya has been on our show. He's you know keeps blowing it up and. and <laughs> he works like an immigrant, right? You know, awesome. That's awesome. I love Carlos. <laughs> yeah, Carlos is awesome. So so uh, what's going on? Why don't you give all of us an update on what's going on with you? Okay, awesome. So a uh, little bit about myself. I just got uh, appointed to a board of directors for one of the HR chapters here in Pinellas County here in Florida. So I'm so excited. I just jumped into that uh, yesterday, legally, original, unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> so getting ready to serve my community. But yeah, so so, so many things is coming up, um, going on a lot of things. Last year was incredible, amazing. I launched my book, uh, Chosen, that is very specific for women who are um, maybe going through a very adversity uh, maybe going through a really hard time. So this book is actually is going to help them to to go into the next step, to let them know that it's, uh, they, they don't have to wait for the light. They can be the light during the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always believe that we're all beacons of light. And, you know, when, when you're living in your true authentic self, that's the real power that we all have within ourselves. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, yes, yeah, so it has been incredible. I've been talking a lot of uh, people, podcasts, 
interviews everywhere and in TV. And I get, I just got a reporter to ask me to, to share some more information about this. But yeah, so it's been an incredible year. And 2022 is coming with a lot of challenges as well. However, uh, we are getting ready to, to get uh, superpowers <laughs> as a coach and help everybody, <laughs> you know, and train them and give them, empower them with leadership skills and all the good things that they needed today to be successful. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you mentioned your superpowers. You have lots of superpowers, but what's your favorite superpower for yourself? Oh my God, for myself, I feel this is the first thing that came to my mind because I believe in my intuition. My first superpower is my words. Whatever I use, the language that I use, that is the ones that are going to empower other people, empower myself and my surroundings. Yeah, no, no, I, I think that's great. Uh, you know, because it, it really is being that influence, stepping into those rooms where you might not be the, 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 the smartest person, among the smartest people, right? We all learn from everybody in, the, in our rooms and our environment. So how do you surround yourself with people that you can always learn from? I mean, you've always been learning. Yeah, so I, actually that happens after I graduate from with my master's degree. That's when actually I decide to 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 surround myself with the people that are that are were, you know, with the same professional, you know, as an HR. And since then I've been in that particular circle until I figure out, okay, so I need something bigger, bigger. So that's when I decide to join to the Tony Robbins and I would say community family. And then I start crewing. And I did all the programs and and always been like a growing experience and every day you learn something new it's incredible but always you always learning something new and right now I am part of um the point one mastermind where you know one of the best coaches and the whole planet they are getting together to make sure that we get all the you know the strategies and all the good things to bring to the people so it, so every time that it is like every year that I can look at it back um, from um, until today, it's like it's always coming better, even better. You know, it's like I am better from yesterday. So it's it's just being incredible. Yeah, I always say when you're walking, when you're climbing up that mountain, it's always good to look behind and see where you've gone to to identify your growth. Uh, and you you know continue to grow, and that's really what we should be doing in life. Is because if you're not growing, you're dying. And, and you know we want to keep growing. And so what inspires you? What are some of the things that inspire you? One of the things inspires me, uh, oh, my God, to keep growing. Uh, something like uh, in my book, Chosen, I shared some tragedy that happens when I was in my, in my 20s. And I was a woman that I had two kids, divorced, and trying to get everything, you know, figure out. And I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost my money. I lost my my husband. I almost lost my baby too. He almost died. So when I, everything just, I didn't have nothing, just only my two kids. And for no reason, I just got a heart attack. So in that moment, when I was in the hospital, I actually was walking to the bathroom and I looked myself in the mirror. That was an empowerment moment when I feel like, oh my God, what is what's going on? That you know, and I'm still alive. I'm still here. So I, there is hope to do something better, right? So that was 
that was like my encouragement there. And when I was walking back to my bedroom, I said, you know, I am, I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am a mom. I can do whatever I, I said myself. That's when I started leading myself to a better world. So when I actually, I manifest the husband that I have right now, and I manifest the life that I have right now. And that time, that was amazing. <laughs> so Because I was like, holy moly, what I'm going to go from here. So that moment, that was an inspiration for me to like, looking back and I feel like, you know what, it's, it's always a hope to do even better. Even uh, we just went, you know, we're still going through a pandemic, right? And uh, we lost so many people. I lost family members. I lost friends, really beautiful, amazing, incredible friends. So it's in the moment when you feel like, you know, I'm still alive. I'm still living. Mm-hmm. Take appreciation, grateful. So that's what ignites me every single day when I open my eyes. And I'm alive. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. I, I, because I know gratitude is one of those things that I know you, you, you and I have spoken in. And that's one of those things. Uh, you always talk about because manifestation is not only just dreaming it, but also working hard to getting to what you want. It's not just saying, okay, I manifested your husband. You know, you, you know, you had to find the right people. You had to know your boundaries, right? Those bring a bat moments. You had to know what is right for you and where are those boundaries and things like that. So what are the type of things that bring you peace and love or help you identify what boundaries you want and what you don't want? Well, it's when um, you feel, you know, you you list your standards, you know, what is you going to be allowed to mm-hmm. get into your life and what is going to be uh, something that is alignment in alignment with yourself and the people that you love. So that's how, how actually I, I create those boundaries where I feel like, okay, this is the people I want to hang out with. This is the people I don't want to be around. So I basically, I just stop and stay away from them. Because, you know, your energy can get attached to something bad and then you become, right? So that's how I, I set myself and my standards. And every year I raise my standards. Every year. And I feel like it's every day. Because when you had those uh, moments of realization where you feel like, you know what? This is not what I want. And then you just cross it and you just live it up, you know, to the next level. So I feel like it. Every day as we evolve and we are growing and we lead ourselves in a better life, that's when our boundaries and our standards become stronger. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. By strengthening your boundaries, the boundaries are boundaries. But if you don't keep using them and and you you wiggle it, it becomes a a very gray area. But if you start making those stronger and build those walls up in, in, in that way, for yourself and to you know to protect yourself, but also also to know how what what you need. Now you you probably did that 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 day when you had the heart attack and you started looking at yourself uh, as a young person uh, and you know moving forward. You know, so what what other things help you through transformations? And I'm sure it's in your book, but could you share with us what other things that you do in, in transformation? Okay, so we all go through rejection. And uh, you probably know I'm from Colombia. Uh, English is my second language. And I have been rejected in so many jobs, so many opportunities. And whatever I knocked the door, they didn't open the door to me. So that rejection was actually for me a redirection where 
I need to, to look at it in different ways and how I can grow. So for example, if I was rejected for this job because they were looking for some type of certification, okay, I'm going to get my certification. It was not a way to actually uh, stay stuck in that moment and who I am and this is who I am. It just grow and take the opportunity, you know, the rejection to learn more and to grow myself. So that is something that uh, besides my heart attack and um, Besides being Hispanic, is always every time that somebody reject me for any situation is the moment that I feel like, oh my God, this is this is what I need to do. This is what I have to do. But also, there is another opportunity to actually we look it up in ourselves more. Like, okay, so so what happened if I am right now eighty years old? You know, like going to re, re- engineering right backwards. What is something that I will regret <laughs> if I'm 80, look at my grandkids um, or my great grand grandkids? What is going to be something that I'm going to regret, right? So that actually enlightened me to uh, to do something better, to to be better, to avoid that regret on my future me, right? So I just feel like you know what, this is the now, and this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, I'm going to ask you the questions. Uh, what regrets do you have right now or what are your goals? More importantly, you know, so the, the regrets, what are the things that you're, you knew you had to unlearn? Some stuff that I have to unlearn. That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> we always are learning. I feel like at, at when, the moment that we uh, obtain a new belief, that's the moment when we have to let go of the old and become the new of now. So, for example, it could be something like I used to say to myself, oh, my God, I'm a wrong writer. I cannot write anything. This is not me. And this is not my strongest. And look, I have a book. <laughs> so those are the things that I had to actually unlearn and relearn a new belief so I can become better myself and a better leader. Mm-hmm. Right. From all the re- from receiving all that re- rejection, you sometimes believe that, right? They, everybody knows better. And now it, you know, that's definitely a thing that you had to unlearn is that you are greater than you, you know, that you have greatness within and you're great and how to get that greatness out, to get that book out. Yeah, that was actually, uh, I would say a breakthrough, a huge one, David. That was like, oh my God. So for the audience that are listening to you, if it scares you something to do, you know, if you want something really bad and that scares you, do it anyway. Because by doing it, you grow so much. That thing that you thought that you couldn't do is like, oh my God, I did it. <laughs> now it's like a win-win and, and, and it's incredible. So I always encourage people just, if that scares you, do it because that's the greatness of yourself and actually do the work because the better you get or leave a legacy in this world is going to be magical. And when you're talking about, you know, what is the things that are, that are looking in my future? Oh my God. So, so this is my goal. My goal is living in the now. And I look in the future. I'm looking in whatever I do now is going to walk me to the future that I want. So I make sure that anything that I do today is going to take me, you know, those little tiny steps 
waking up in the morning, doing my gratitude journal, meditating and being grateful, doing my incantations, doing my informations, looking at, you know, how to control my mind, you know, all those little homeworks that I do every morning and night, it's going to help me to build that future that I want. Yeah, no, it's, it's all those grounding, right? The foundation, you need to found have a great foundation. And I, I know you, you've mentioned, uh, you know, being part of Tony Robbins network and, and, and having other coaches. So what's one of the foundations that you currently have that you might not have had when you were early, when you were younger? Oh, the foundation, I think it's one thing that I didn't have. And I have right now is the money blueprint. I grew up in a very poor environment. Uh, sometimes we didn't have no breakfast. Sometimes I went to school with no food in my tummy. And we only have one or two clothes, set of clothes every year. So I grew up with the limitations of money. And I thought I'd always, oh, you got to work hard to get money. Oh, if you have some money, you have to save it and keep it in your bank and save it, you know, don't share it. So that's something that right now, my foundation is about abundance. You know, everything that I do is abundance. And I don't feel like... Um, the moment that I, I start like appreciating and being grateful, what I have right now, David, it just shifts the abundance like incredible. Right now, you know, you having enough food, clothing, traveling, schooling, all those things. But I didn't, I didn't actually look into the material things. I was just being grateful, you know, what I have, those little things, even if that was a glass of water. So that foundation, that foundation is important. Yeah, no, sure, the, the, the foundation. And ha so as we're building, so let's continue to build. So you have the foundation and you find, you know, great mentors like Tony and, other, and others. And uh, so how do you build upon it and know which ones are the, are the right ones? Oh, my God. So I feel like everyone has a different skill sets that they can present to you. I don't become into the judgmental. I, I don't want to listen to them because I always listen and see what it resonates to me. And I capture that, um, I would say, idea, teaching, or any strategy. So, for example, for Tony Robbins, I learned that I have my power and a wonder woman that I always step in my badass woman as a leader. And I was, and I want to give that power to all the ladies and, and leaders that I work with. So, and for Grand Cardone, you know, it's a different one. Okay, what is my sales mindset? I'm providing a value to what I'm doing so I can make the sales, so I can grow in my business. So everyone, it, it just gives me, a, you know, Gary B about marketing. Is Marketing is about loving, being authentic, and being yourself, being fun. So all those little things, I just picking on each of them. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, I think that's right. I, I don't think you have one. So even if you're building a house, you don't just use cement, right? Because then you have no place to, to do it. You, you need all those other pieces to lift up each one of our houses. And each house that I want to remind everybody, everybody's house is different. Your house is mm -hmm. different than my house. And not only in a physical location, but it's also you like things that I don't and vice versa. Or even the things we like might be different. You know, like when I start my presentations, when I, when I give a, a speech... I always talk about the birds, the, the phoenix, but I don't tell them it's a phoenix. I, I ask everybody to picture a bird flying in the air, and then I, raise a, I have them raise their hands, giving on the time. What type of bird have you, re have you thought about? 
and not everybody <laughs> has thought of a different bird, right? So even if you, just you and I, if I was talking yeah. about birds, you might have a, a different bird than what I would come up with. And yes. it's because of that individuality, that authenticity, and you know what we need is, is what we look for. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, hey, everybody. You know who it is. It's George Andriopoulos, the launch dad himself, the host of your favorite podcast on the planet. No offense to whatever show you're listening to right now, but you know it's true. I'm coming at you to tell you that we are back from winter hiatus and we are rolling deep in season three. This is the podcast about unconventional leadership, right? You listen to this thing, you hear stories of unconventional leadership. You hear about people that have gone through the struggles that you have gone through and they have come out the other side and attained the heights of leadership. And guess what? You can do it too. And that's what this whole show is about. Join us every single Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, all of the platforms. We are there. We are coming at you hardcore every single Monday with brand new episodes. We are a top 60, top 60, because we just broke 60 at some point. Apple Podcasts in the category of entrepreneurship. That means something, right? So come check us out every single Monday. We are produced by Launchpad 516 Studios, and you know that means it's good quality. Thanks for joining us, guys. I'm going to let you get back to this amazing show that you're listening to right now. Later, guys. You're listening to Peace, Love, and Bring It Back with me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's incredible how everything is different because even though that I'm, uh, I'm my ethnicity is in Hispanic, we, my generation, I would say that I don't want to talk like general, like all the Hispanic people, but most of them, they are, you know, different religions. Um, they believe in things that are completely different. So to me, I have to unlearn that. And actually start more into the spiritual thing, you know, you know, what is next, you know, I have faith, but uh, what is next? So that's why I learned a lot from Joe Dispenza, you know, how to meditate, go to a quantum field, how to, um, to just not just, uh, not just for meditation and calm your mind It's for your healing mentally, physically, and emotionally. So all those little things. So always, um, I said that whatever you do in life, you find that uh, that person that is going to teach you so much, and I'm going to be teaching that to somebody else too. So all we come become we are all the students, and then we become teachers. <laughs> well, that's a, that's exactly it. That's that old saying. You, you know, we're all students and we're all teachers, and and you can learn from everybody. So that, that's the the beauty of it, and taking a little bit of everything and making it your own. You might not have to believe everything that one person says. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, you have to make sure what you take is what you really believe at some point. Now, um, I, you had mentioned before about passionate th- you know, charities and, and things like that. And I know you really support uh, the Elite Foundations. Could you share that with us a little bit? Yes. So um, after, before I start writing, you know, my idea to write the book, I always feel like if I want to write something, it has to be with 
something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. And and I saw the Alive Foundation was doing a really good job with the collaboration books and and the they actually they do um you know human trafficking. They support, they do uh, support the kids, support the people who are going through that, um, and also the parents because sometimes they lost the kids through that and then they support through the foundation to that. So that's when I feel like, you know what, this is incredible, amazing because I can write my book and support them at the same time. That's why I, you know, even though I, I publish and I talk about the book, you know, when they go to Amazon, they buy the book and that all the the profits, it goes to the foundation. It doesn't come to me <laughs> because I wanted to support them as much as I can because they needed the money for, you know, because they have Empinela's count and Empinela's in West Palm Beach. They had the police officers, the sheriff department. Uh, they have some security guys, people who are watching, people who are in the hotels looking at them because even though in hotels it can happen. So when I saw all the action and everything they do, I feel like so inspired. And I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to write my book with them. And I'm part of that organization because of that. Yeah, no, that, that that's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I as you know, I, I do a lot of philanthropy and I really enjoy that, that goons for good. You know, that it's not only about you, it's about helping other people. And it, it's, uh, you know, we all know somebody, we all know people and uh, that's great. Uh, and I know Carlos, I don't know if you've teamed up with Carlos, because I know Carlos does a lot of work in, with the Amazon as, as well as trafficking. And uh, he, he owns property down in Brazil because that's where he's from, but uh, he regularly is doing gathering charities. So maybe, you know, reach back out to him and see if you can get get to, get him to help you and support you a little bit on the human trafficking. Right? I will love it. I will love it. That's incredible. That's that's we we have so much in a line. You know, the the way that we think and the way that we connect with people, we have so much in a like. So uh, yes, absolutely, Carlos will be a great resource in that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I talk to him every now and then. I don't know if you you, you, you talk to him as as much, but uh, you know, he's he's one of those people. Uh, he he's all over the place. <laughs> you know, um, that's what people say and tell me too. And feel like, oh my god, Candy, so what happened? And feel like because I'm part of four nonprofit organizations besides the Light Foundation, because the mm-hmm. Light Foundation is through the book, and they actually they're coming out with the new one. This this one is all women. And they're coming with the new chosen for all guys. So it's going to be all uh, men in that that book. And they are pretty much all doctors who are writing the chapter. So it's going to be incredible, amazing. Wow. And yes, so that is like, wow. <laughs> and then, um, so, so yeah, so I'm part of the, the, the charm, you know, the charm, the Society of Human Resources in, in, in Pinellas County. I'm mm-hmm. part of the board of directors. And also at the business mentor with SCORE, which I assist in uh, the community for some small businesses that they need some little bit of help. And since I have the coaching background and the HR background, that's what I help. And then I also, I just got uh, announced that I'm going to be part of the, the board for the Hispanic uh, Chamber of Commerce in Pinellas County too. So they want me to get involved and to help their, you know, the old Hispanic population to grow. And, you know, it's like everything is, is something new well, coming in. And I love it. I really do love it. Yeah, it's part of that growth process, right? When, once And once people see that you do something really well and you follow through on your commitments to yourself 
as well as others, they all want to be part of you, right? You know, they all want to be part of that the winning team, but also the enthusiasm and also to learn, right? So, you know, you become, at some point, we become the mentors for for some people who have not been yet uh, achieved what, what we've achieved. And that's, you know, where we keep learning. And then we still find more mentors who are at a level that we're not at. You know, you, there's always a level up. No matter where you go, there's a level up. <laughs> Yes, Vivian, we learn as well. That's in the process because when we mentor, when we coach those people, we actually, we coaching ourselves and mentor ourselves as well. We kind of, when we hear and we listen to what we talk to them, we feel, oh my God, this is actually, I can apply or maybe I forgot to do that to me, you know, or my business. So so, uh, there is something that most of the people, they don't like is volunteering because they feel, oh my God, but this is a, a free time. I don't have time to do that. But you know, volunteering is the best way to grow. Mm-hmm. It's the best yeah. way to grow. And when you volunteer to, especially to organizations, for example, for the Marine Corps, because, you know, my husband is, is a military. So when you volunteer and, and you get to know each other, um, people get to know you. You actually, you become and open so many doors and people are going to refer you, give you recommendations. All those good things happen. And plus, you learn something new. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, one of one of my mentors used to say, no matter what, we could always do something. And when you're helping one person, you're generally helping two. And yourself is included in that, in the two, at least. Because it, it feels good. Tell me, anybody who help, who volunteers that doesn't feel good by giving back, and it doesn't have to always be financial. It's about showing up, and that's part of that part of, of a coach is showing up by that active listening and not just do what I say. It's helping somebody, assisting somebody through something that they might not have had based on your knowledge and your expertise. That's where it really comes down to. Yes, exactly. And and something that I can say that I was some fall of me because I thought that probably people knew what I know. And and it happened that there are so many people that they know they don't know. Right. <laughs> so that's when I we have to be like consideration to that. There is some there is so many, especially the generation Z and millennials that they are still hunger, you know, debating and find out who they are, what they want to do, where they want to go. So that's where we come as a coaches and as a leaders and, and, you know, doing any training, we come and teach them those golden nuggets for them, you know, to grow. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely. And uh, that that's, that, those are those growth periods that we, we go through. I, you know, I, I trademarked it called Cluberty, you know, so as we have gone through growth spurts in our life, the things that have held us back is what what kind of cl- um, clean. We have to clean those filters, you know, all the challenges that you might have gone through in, in life. And mm-hmm. once you're able to clean through those filters, you live that much lighter life. You you know your your soul is, is uplifted, and by learning, that's how we move forward. Yeah, because even though that you know uh, we follow, we had so many mentors, but I'm my number one mentor, and I always say that it's Jesus. You know, if I follow what He did. If I follow up step by step of how he, you know, built this community, how he shared with everybody's beliefs, how he transforms so many life, why not? Why not me? Right? <laughs> oh, you know, he's my inspiration. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what we always say. There's always uh, that spark of of God within within each one of us, 
and how do we get that out and how do we make sure that it's nurtured in the right way because that's i call those the phoenix moments uh because we we lift ourselves out of the ashes you know the story of the phoenix is not only about lifting ourselves up but it's it's that that we choose that it, it, it's a god we, we and what lifts us up is generally that that little spark it could be the same circumstances but you have that spark and where does it come from it comes from the universe or god uh, is is my belief and uh, you know your belief as well i know we've spoken about it but uh, mm-hmm. so where do you where do you get where's your spark what, what what's what's one of the sparks in your life that you lo- you enjoy to share well i love dancing <laughs> i love music um every time that i i I had, you know, the time to teach, you know, even though before I actually become a trainer, I always implement the music no matter what, because it makes me happy. So every time that I, I go to a speaking engagement, I put music, I start dancing. Well, I finish dancing. <laughs> and also when I'm doing the training, they will, all the people, the attendees, my audience, they will finish dancing. So that is my my gift to this work is that if you're not having fun, what are you doing to do in a room, right? So you have to move, you have to share the expression, you have to liberate your energy. So I feel like if if you dance, it's it's like it's like when when you see you know abundance, right? Mm-hmm. Abundance has the last words is dance, abundance <laughs> dance. So when okay. you dance, your energy is it goes up. It just you enlive yourself, even though maybe you don't have to move, but you feel like you're you're rocking it, right? So that's that's beauty. Well, well, that's <laughs> the beauty in moving the energy. I you know, I definitely do not dance. Um, I never felt comfortable about dancing, but I do enjoy moving the energy, and I do when I. When I do speak on stages, you know, you move the energy, you swing the bat, uh, you know, there's, there's all those pieces. And, you know, it really is teaching everybody, reminding everybody. That's why uh, through my live events, I, I just recently started uh, where everybody gets to swing a bat since that's one of the things I, I talk about. But it's all because it's the energy. It's the board breaking where you do with Tony uh, or, 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 or walking on, on coals, right? It's mind over matter. It's our mind. So the swinging of the bat is we hit a, a wiffle ball and really that, you know, you then could put your energy in behind that. What do you want to lift up yourself? How do you want to hit and find your sweet spot? You know, That's incredible. I love it. Yeah. So what, what's a, what's a, something that, that brings you? So there's dancing and, and what else would you suggest for people how to move their energy? Do you have any suggestions on that? You have to move. You cannot be sitting. You cannot be sitting. You have to move. But uh, this is one thing that most of the people can do is always connect with your heart. When you connect with your heart, you become the best person you can be in this world. You can be the best mother, father, son, daughter, sister, trainer, coach, anything. When you connect with your heart and your inner self, it just enlightens the whole world and the whole planet. So that is that is the beauty. So whenever you do anything before you do anything, connect to your heart because that's where your energy is going to be transmitted and your emails, how you're going to speak in, how you're going to be writing, you know, how you're going to communicate with people too, how you're going to connect. If you connect with your heart, it's completely different when you connect with your mind, right? 
Yeah, I always talk about, you know, the the best way to connect with your heart is to ground yourself because if you're too agitated, you're this, you need to ground yourself. You need to get that calmness really quickly. And once you're able to do that, then you're able to lift yourself back into your heart, not your head. Because our head, you know, is very protective. It's that ego piece in our lives. But the heart will, when you are working only in your heart, not because I want, if you start those I want conversations, then it's not heart, it's head-centered, it's ego-centered. But it's the heart is giving of your love with no expectations, giving of a gift with no expectations. That's what mm-hmm. love is all about. Yeah, and that's when the language comes and play very a strong connection because when you say it, I think, is when you are in your head. Yep. But if you say it, I feel, I want to give, that's when you connect with your heart. So that is a different language that you can utilize so you can connect into that beautiful and amazing energy because there are three energies that are the most amazing things in the whole universe. It's faith, have faith, completely faith that it's going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. And the other one is love. And the third one is sex. So if you combine those three, oh my God. <laughs> 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 you're going to become the most incredible, amazing human being in the whole planet. So you have to have faith, you have to love, and you have to have a good sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that's the best energy when you you connect with those three. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's all that heart-centered, right? It, it's all that heart-centered, and it's moving the energy in a lot of different ways then. Um, so I, I, I know we've taken a lot of your time, and uh, usually I just want to be respectful of everybody's time, so we're going to move some of the energy. And before we end, are there any sort of so- seeds you'd like to grow with us or plant so we can nurture them and grow in the future? Okay, so the first thing, I would say three things that um, that you have worked with me, and that's something that I teach uh, to all the leaders and team members, is the first one is to live in a now. Forget about what happened yesterday. Forget about what happened one hour ago. Unless it's really magical, right? So if it's magical, keep those magical moments and write it down. But live in a now because time doesn't exist. I don't believe the time is real. I believe that what we live in now is that the real, that's the real thing that is happening. Tomorrow is not real. So that's the first one. The second one is leading from your heart. You have to lead lead from your heart you have to become the servant leader when you become a servant leader like martin Luther king and all others incredible leaders you will not never be forgotten because they know they connect you with you no matter what so always have that, that beautiful thing of loving people people human being no matter what and don't judge that's you know always follow the four agreements mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you read the book? I have read the book, yes. <laughs> the four agreements. Just follow those, those four agreements. Don't just use the power of your word. Do what you said and always do your best. That's the magic. And the third one is the yes strategy. When when you use the yes to any opportunity, you know, when David, you connect with me, hey, Kenny, you want to, yes, let's do that. If I'm bringing the opportunity to me at that moment, it's because I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And if that opportunity was the wrong opportunity for some reason, it means that I need to revise, revise myself internally 
what is happening? What is something that I need to grow so I can attract better opportunity? So that's that's just the three keys is living in the now, live from your heart no matter what, and always do a yes strategy. Yeah, no, that's great. And, you know, it also is, is you know, we, we, we had spoken about this months ago and it just worked out today. And the, the universe will provide, right? So it, it really is that, that law of attraction it doesn't have to be a yes now, but figure out how to get those yeses because the yeses is really where life really changes, is finding those opportunities of when you said yes. And if you think back in your past, how many yeses have led to amazing experiences? Yeah, it's like when we were talking before, always the teacher would appear when the student is ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I agree. And so we'll end, we'll, we'll end that the episode uh, on that. And I just want to remind everybody to always have peace and love in your life because those are the important things as well as family. But when you need to bring a bat, again, nonviolent, find your sweet spot and hit a home run. Have a great day. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither, and licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at davidshemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just to chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste. Namaste.